Hello, everyone. Hello. My name is Matt Armando. And I'm Emily Riggins. And this is TBD with Matt Emily. Hello, everyone. Hello, uh, everyone. Welcome to episode 152. <laughs> wow. Um, do, you know, do you know what Pokemon that is? I don't either. I don't know. I, I'm going to guess it's, um, no, I don't know. I don't know. It's the grass one from generation two, whatever that one's name is. Um, Emily, um, do you know what this podcast is about? I don't. <laughs> do you want yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what this podcast is about. Oh, now I'm stuck. <laughs> I was trying to get you to introduce it. <laughs> and I'm trying to get um, you to introduce it. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Uh, this is the the premier podcast about tea and friendship. That wow, wow, is wow. Um, the beverage tea and the relationship friendship. <laughs> um, what do we do? Well, we drink tea. Emily's drinking a tea. I'm drinking a tea. Um, it, at one point, we used to drink the same tea. Uh, maybe that'll happen again. But this time, we are we are almost certainly drinking hey. two separate teas. I'm going to tell you right now, we could have drank the same tea. We could have. Because I sent you a tea uh, package. Did Are you drinking one you sent me? No. Well. Because you, you, didn't, you didn't request it. I did not. And I am actually purposely drinking um, sort of a, a strange tea this week. <laughs> um, because I had it and I wanted to drink it. And I only had one. So I'm, I brought, I mean, it's here. <laughs> well. Okay, finish your and, description because uh, I still don't know what this podcast is about. Okay, yeah. So we're gonna drink tea. We're each having tea. Uh, you were enough. You were aware enough to to prepare a tea. So so good on you on that. Uh, the other half is um, the friendship part, which I, I guess that doesn't directly lead into this, but we we discuss topics on this show, and we have uh, sometimes we have friends bring us topics. Um, we don't have a guest this week though. Um, sometimes the friend who brings the topic is one of you or, or me. Um, and, and we, we discuss that surprise topic, uh, later, later in the episode. So we talk tea, we talk topics and, and we're all friends. <laughs> is that good? Okay. I understand what this podcast is about now. Thank you so much for clarifying. I was confused. I was like, what's a podcast? In fact, you know what? You didn't actually tell me what a podcast was. Matt, what is a podcast? Ooh. Wow. Um, a podcast is a, a, um... A piece of audio. Uh, it's sort of like the radio if you recorded it, but also just people talking. Um, and it's like between an hour and, well, hour and a half. I don't know how long this one's going to be, but uh, yeah, you, you download it and you listen to it and it's fun and, and maybe soothing to, to listen to. Thank <laughs> you for clarifying that. What, what's, what's, what's listening? You're just, right, we have you're to just move keep... on. Um, oh, okay, fine. Okay, your inner ear has your uh was it uh cochlea cochlea something? <laughs> There's a bone in your ear that vibrates as the um air around it vibrates and that causes your brain to uh translate these vibrations into um you know the voices in your head uh, well, it translates sounds to become voices in your head. <laughs> Isn't the 
brain insane? Uh, insane in the brain, yeah. It's just like it 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 hears those vibrations as sounds. Um, well, so it's yeah. So your brain is translating what a nerve is taking in. So you have a nerve that is reacting to this, and then that sends yeah. a signal to your brain, and then your brain like interprets that that sensation. No, I, I, I understand all of that. It's just the interpretation. I think our brains are insane. Yeah. I mean, look at all the, there's so many senses, touch, taste, smell. Some might say there's five of them. Um, and some might say there's a sixth sense out there. I see dead people. Um, I used to have a t-shirt in high school. Actually, I still own this t-shirt, so I shouldn't say I used to, but I used to wear a t-shirt that was the Simpsons. And it, it was Bart looking at a bunch of Simpsons characters and it says, I see dumb people. Why don't you, you wear the shirt it? anymore? I, I do get it. Why don't you wear the shirt anymore? <laughs> um, I I might it might deserve getting thrown back in the old in the old cycle. Um, I have a I have a box. This is I'm an insane person. I own a, I have a plastic tub of t-shirts that I do not want to get rid of, uh, but I also do not want to wear anymore. <laughs> Why don't so you just get rid of them? Thanks. Then. Well, okay, so. I have decided that this is foolish. Why do I own this this box? So I actually have been trying to go through it and figure out which shirts that I want to get rid of and which ones I want to put back into my cycle of things and and whatnot. And I have gotten rid of a lot of them, but I have not gotten rid of them all. And um, who knows what happens to the icy dumb people one? Maybe it goes back in the back in my drawer, basically. <laughs> um. And uh, yeah. Now I'm going to give you a month to decide about this shirt. And in a month, if I remember, I'm going to check back in with you about this shirt. I got to say, I'll, I'll, I, I predict that this shirt will stay. That is my prediction right now. Um, Does it spark joy? I, I, um, yes, it, uh, it does. In fact, somebody, the reason I found, well, one of the reasons I looked for it to see that I still had it was because somebody I was texting with was uh, mentioning that I used to, like, um, Something about like having old Simpsons t-shirts or something like that. And I was like, oh yeah, I had this one. I, I see dumb people. <laughs> and so it was a good little, uh, good little exchange I had with a friend. So yeah, good memories. I also used to buy large t-shirts in high school, even though I'm probably now, now I buy like smalls and mediums, but I bought bigger t-shirts back then, even though I was a smaller person. <laughs> so is this shirt too so. big for you? It is a large, but I can wear larges now. They're not so weird. I'd say I don't usually wear large t-shirts, but um, but they don't look weird on me. <laughs> okay. Skinny little Matt in high school looked weird in large in large shirts. Although even though that's all I wore, <laughs> I was I was not a cool person. Um, no one's cool in high school. Guess. Even even the cool people in high school aren't cool. Um. Oh, okay. That's my opinion. No one's cool in high school. Yeah. No one's cool in high school. Um, no one's cool for school in high school. I'm trying to think if I thought anyone was cool in high school that I still would think they are cool now. And I'm kind of, I am. <laughs> I, yeah, no, no one's cool in high school. You don't know, enough, you. You don't know enough cynicism for the world. <laughs> um, um, hey, Matt. No, wait, I had one, I had one friend who's still cool, who was still cool then. I have one. <laughs> Like they were cool. Are they cool now or were they cool then? 
Like you can like cool people in high school can become cool. No, they they were cool then and they're cool now. I know one, I think I know one person like that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um Well, that person is cool for school in high school. Yeah. Heck yes. Um Um Yeah. You said this podcast was about tea? Uh, partly, yeah. Wow. Um, would you say that it's time for tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea talk? Uh, I would, would say that. And would you agree? <laughs> well, I sang it. So, yes. But, oh. What tea are you drinking today? Wow. I am drinking a freaking weird tea. Um, I just opened it. You might've heard it open on the, on the thing. It sounded maybe like my radiator going off, but it was actually me opening this can of Rise Nitro Brewing London Fog. Uh, it is a nitro Earl Grey tea oat milk latte. Wait a uh, second. Wait, where did you get this? How do I get it? Um, it comes from a store near me. Okay, well, I'm Where's not going to- store? Go to a grocery store near you. I bet I can find another um, grocery store near me. That's quite possible. Um, it is, yeah. So it's like a, a nitro style thing, like a, how you can get um, coffee or beer nitro style. This is a tea nitro style. Uh, so it's not carbonated, but it is, it's like canned. <laughs> or I don't know. I'm not yeah. describing that quite right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's a London Fog, which is, uh, a London Fog is basically an Earl Grey with like steamed milk. Um, so it's an Starbucks. We'll put vanilla in it. What was that? It's an Earl Grey latte. Yes, uh, that's basically what a London Fog is. Um, um, can I make a connection to I, these things? Sure. I have had a similar things of like latte versions. Sometimes at school, I don't know what will happen this year, but we have Teacher Appreciation Week, and one day the parents like do like a whole breakfast setup for us, and they often have those. Like cans of like coffee latte things for us. Um, these kinds of things are kind of, uh, so I went to Japan last year and, or not last year anymore, two years ago now. Um, it's now 2021, weird. Um, but when I was in Japan, they, there was a lot of coffee and tea, mostly tea, but some coffee things that were like canned because they sell, the thing about Japan is there's like uh, can vending machines on like every street corner. It's crazy and awesome. Um and so they have like, and they have different kinds of tea in all of them. Cause of course they love tea over there. And boy, did I love these tea vending machines. <laughs> um, but so uh, you can kind of look at this. It looks like a coffee with milk in it sort of, or tea with milk, but it's very, it's very tan <laughs> uniformly speaking. Yeah. Um, um, I poured it over ice uh, because it is a cold, it's a cold drinky beverage. They say drink from the can or over ice. Um, I thought pouring it over ice would be fun. So that's what I did. Did you consider drinking it from the can? It was considered briefly, but I decided I like not to, to drink. I like to drink things out of the can. I know it's weird, but I like it. Um, can Why I ask weird? you? You think that's weird? Um, I feel like sometimes like I like to drink Pepsi out of a can and people are like, why don't you pour it into a glass? And because of why I like drinking, I don't, I, and I don't drink with a straw either. I hate drinking through a straw through a can. I think they're weird for confronting you about it. <laughs> um, can I ask um, you a logistical question? 
Yeah. Had I been frozen for a second? Because I was frozen. You had been frozen, but I was I was powering through it. No, I needed to know because I noticed I was frozen. Yeah. (laughs) Listeners, Um, I hope you enjoyed that behind the scenes talk. Yes, Uh, Emily was frozen. I powered through it. I hope everyone knows that I'm a trooper. Um, uh, yeah, anyways, I, I think people, if they call you out for not, I think you are perfectly fine drinking things from a can and not using a straw. I think people calling you out are the weirdos. (laughs) Um, and I say that personally as somebody who does pour a lot of canned things into glasses, I like putting things over ice. Um, that includes cans of soda and whatnot, just because I, I like, I don't know, I like it over ice, but I also drink plenty of things out of cans. I don't have like a problem with it. And if if there wasn't a glass available, I would just drink it out of the can and everything would be fine. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So yeah, I think people are weird for judging you. How's that feel? Okay. Thank you for next time this happens. I'll be like, well, listen to this podcast to hear. Like how how often does this happen to you? (laughs) Not often. I just like, I don't even know if it's happened recently. I just like, there's been a few times people like, like, oftentimes at restaurants, if I order cider, they'll also bring me a glass. I'm like, I don't... That's a waste of a glass. Don't oh. bring me that glass. Um, yeah. Um, well, I've, not- I've certainly noticed that behavior of yours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I... Um, yeah. I mean, I think you're, you're in your right to just drink it out of however you want. Um, I appreciate that they do give you the glass because it's easier to, for them to give it to you and you not use it for, than the other way around, which is... They don't give it to you, and then you have to ask, which I find that annoying if you ever had to ask for that kind of stuff. Mm. But, uh, yeah, no, drink drink from cans, drink from bottles, do whatever you want. Let's go back to this this can of, can of tea. Where did you get this? You got it, Did you get it from a grocery store near you, or was it how, – how did it come to your apartment? Yeah, it was bought at the grocery store. But, like, no, did you, like, specifically – I want to know about the process. Like, I oftentimes will go to a grocery store and I'll pick random drinks to try. Mm. Was it, like – like, like, was it, like, in, like, the refrigerators by the cash out? I I literally want to know this kind of stuff. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, so – it, uh, I, I don't do, I typically am not the grocery store person in my apartment. That would be my wife, Laura. Uh, so she went to the grocery store and, um, I think bought herself, um, a coffee thing. I actually don't know what she ended up buying herself. Presumably she, she bought some sort of coffee, cold coffee drink, <laughs> Um, and then bought me this as, um, to be like, hi, I bought myself this coffee drink. Here's this tea drink. And this was in the middle of a day and she drank hers then, but I put my thing in the refrigerator because, uh, as you might imagine, I was already drinking tea. (laughs) So she brought me tea, but I was already drinking tea. And so I've been saving it till now. And, uh, yeah, I assume, uh, it came from the cold, uh, drink thing. And she was somewhat similarly, similarly to what you were describing, looking for something fun in the cold, uh, refrigerator and then, uh, grabbed two things and, and brought them home. Okay. Now I know you have had London fogs before. I don't know if I've ever yes. actually had one. Have you had them iced or do you always get them hot? Uh, I've never had one iced. I don't think. Um, and I, I've honestly only had them like, I could probably count, I could, I probably had them like five times in my life. So I haven't, it's not like a, I have them all the time. Um, 
But yeah, normally hot. How does this compare, this iced London fog, compare to a hot London fog? Matt is taking a sip, I think, to, to get a good good idea of the answer to my question. Um, man, man. Uh, compared, comparatively, they're both great drinks. Um, this is a really good cold drink. I'm actually really liking this. Um, I think when it comes to... Here, so as you are well aware of my um, iced tea versus hot tea opinions that I, I usually prefer a hot tea, um, I find that uh, black tea, black iced tea that has milk in it uh, is like, that's like my favorite kind of iced tea. So the fact that this is a black tea with milk in it, 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 it is it is top tier iced tea for me. <laughs> um, that's interesting because when I think of iced tea, I never put milk in it, except for if it's an iced chai. But I consider that a latte completely separate than like a black iced tea. Does that make sense? Um, I mean, technically they might be hitting latte territory anyways. Like this is, I mean, this is a latte. Yeah. Um, actually to go back to my story of going to Japan, there was this like, uh, they have a thing there called like iced milk tea, which is like this same deal where it's it's black tea with milk already in it and it comes it comes like in a pre mm-hmm. uh, made bottle um and i actually got those several times they were so good <laughs> some of them sometimes they have mickey mouse on them <laughs> and uh yeah it's 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 like yeah it's a pre basically pre-made iced lattes they're great yeah. um, um so this tastes this tastes as good as a regular london fog it is iced uh, I but I have no qualms with it being iced. It tastes good. I I I don't r- regret not like microwaving this cold beverage. <laughs> I feel like it would be weirder to microwave it. It would. I do think I would be weird if I did that. Um, I do have one more question before I ask you the big question. Mm-hmm. Is there a strong Earl Grey? I guess flavor. Yeah, um, I mean it tastes like an Earl Grey latte. So it's definitely got that uh, Earl Grey taste, but like a lot of very milky, you know? Yeah. Okay, I think that's all my questions. I have one more question um, for you. Unless you have something else you want to say. I mean, should I read this? You can. You know I love copy. We're friends with one goal. Wow, Wait. I already love this. We're friends, friends with one goal. Make high quality, great tasting beverages with the best ingredients we can source. Our London Fog is a creamy, nitrogen infused oat milk latte with black tea, celebrating the subtle flavors of bergamot, Bergamot, period. (laughs) The comforting taste of Earl Grey meets the deliciously smooth texture of a nitrogen-infused latte. Directions. Open to unleash the roar. That's the nitrogen-making magic. Did it roar? It did. Uh, Drink from the can or over ice. Enjoy. See, they tell you you can drink it from the can. Um, okay, I do. I, I, I take back my I have one more question. So as I think listeners might know, and I know you know, I'm a big fan of oat milk. In fact, I have a big jug of oat milk in my refrigerator right now. Mm-hmm. Does it taste... How are you feeling about the oat milk in your latte situation? Um, well, I'm a pro oat milk person, so um, I'm not like predisposed to dising- disliking it. I also, I mean, I use a lot of milk substitutes and real milk in my life. I'm all over, I'm all over the map with my milk usage. Um, but yeah, it tastes good. Um, I'm not sure if, it, if it's the Earl Grey. I'm not sure if it's the tea or the milk that gives it, it does have like sort of an interesting twist on its flavor. And I'm not sure what's giving that. It, it might be the oat milk or not, but like, I don't, 
yeah i I'm, I'm i'm team i'm team oat milk oat milk is good to me i don't always love it in a hot beverage but in iced i think it's basically just milk i love it i yeah. love an iced oat milk latte I, I, I agree with the consensus that oat milk is like the most milky tasting of the substitute milks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm on board with that. And I drink, uh, I also have coconut milk, pistachio milk, and regular old milk in my refrigerator. So I go, uh, again, all over the map. And almond milk is good too, I think. But whatever. I have a question <laughs> for you. Yes. Yeah. Would you say that ra- this rise, nitrogen-infused, thank you, London Fog Nitro Earl Grey Oat Milk Latte is your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? Um, this is my can of latte. Nope, that's not <laughs> what I asked. Uh, yes, it's my cup of tea. Uh, yeah, it's delicious. I, I, I could definitely see myself like um, going on going for a walk. Deciding on that walk that I'm thirsty, popping into a store and grabbing this to go, and then continuing on my merry way, um, hydrating myself with a nice beverage. That sounds like In a fact, lovely... I'm going to make that happen as next time I go for a walk. Or not, not next time I go, you know, eventually. <laughs> I um, Much like I'm going to check in with you about this shirt situation, I will be checking in on you about next time you take a walk. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, yeah, my cup of tea. Emily, it is my understanding from what you said earlier that you also have tea. <laughs> what if what I just tea? was like, I don't have tea? That'd be fine. We talked for a long time about my tea, so we could just move on. Well, it was a different tea than we've ever had before. I had things to discuss about it. I told you I wanted to have some fun. But yeah, okay. Um, You're drinking a tea though, right? I am. I am, in fact, drinking a tea. I did not go rogue. Okay, I am drinking... Hot tamales. It is a tea by the Dollar Tea Company or Tea Club, um, which I, I feel like I'm like trying to promote this thing, but I'm not really. It's just that is the brand. They make their own tea and they also mm. have this club. So it, I, I have to say it. So it's hot tamale. And um, what, okay, you know what? I actually have a question for you. When I say hot tamale tea, what, it, what do you think the ingredients are? Um, um, cinnamon? Yes. Um, hot tamale. Um, man, um, I already guessed cinnamon. <laughs> so we Ginger? Got... Okay. Is that in there? No, it's not. I was going to let you finish your guessing and then I was going to correct you. Oh, okay. Um, um... And um, maybe um, jalapeno. Jalapeno in tea sounds disgusting. In fact, it does not have jalapeno in it. It is green tea, cinnamon, rose petals, and other natural flavors. Organic compliant. So it is definitely a green tea. You could get that right away. I would say whenever there's cinnamon in a tea or a drink in general, unless it's a chai tea, I think sometimes they can overdo it on the cinnamon. But in this case, I think it's a good amount of cinnamon. When I poured this tea today, I was worried I was not going to like it. Um, but I, I, I am quite enjoying it, I would, for the most part, say. It's not super cinnamony. I don't necessarily get the rose petals or the natural flavor, but... 
perhaps it is because the cinnamon is overpowering that, but not overpowering the tea overall. Yes, it's not overpowering the green tea, but it might be overpowering the other things. Mm. Um, had you had this tea before today? No, it's the first time. I put it. I pre-bagged it yesterday. Mm. When did you? When did you get the tea? When did it uh, arrive in your mailbox? I guess a couple, well, maybe a month ago. Okay, so you have been holding out on this one. <laughs> I I'm a little behind in my sips by and Dollar Tea Club teas right now. Wow. Um, and uh, okay, so you can taste uh, the green tea. You can have the hint of cinnamon, but you are missing the other flavors. Um, do you wish that they were stronger in those flavors, or do you think this makes a neat enough tea on its own that you wouldn't want to ruin it? fine with it um yeah i think it's it's a nice it's nice it's tastes smooth it's fine um i will read the copy because i think it kind of answers our question or our our unstated question sweet cinnamon with notes of rose peeking through smooth green tea flavor so i think the rose is just supposed to peek through like it's like coming behind a curtain there you go hello here i am um, may I have a question for you? Yes. Um, if I were to read the copy and it, there's like one last sentence and it's like a sentence I would write, what do you think that last sentence would be? Enjoy iced. Enjoy iced. <laughs> or it's like, it tastes good iced or something like that. Matt, I'm so thankful you knew the answer to that question. Its last sentence of the copy is, makes a super iced tea. Um, you, I was like, you asked me and I was like, oh, oh shit, what, what am I supposed to say here? And then I re- and it popped in my brain. <laughs> I do. You like the old ice question. I'm going to go or into I, the ice suggestion. Yeah. Let me go into this tea again. Okay. Matt, you didn't vamp. <laughs> you said you want to get in the tea. I, I was literally, I was going into the tea to like dive into the tea to get another sip so I could just make a decision if it was iced or not. Mm-hmm. I do think it would be good iced. Um, <laughs> is this, um, now you're not, you're not the biggest green tea fan. I know, I know like as far as preferences typically go. Um, but is this, is this a higher tier green tea than normal for you? I don't know about that in particular i do think so i really don't like green tea when it tastes like grassy green tea but i don't mind a florally green tea so maybe i am getting the hints of rose because it does Mm. it has a slight more florally flavor i I enjoy it okay it's hard to say if it would be better if it was black tea or or white tea but yeah no yeah obviously yeah um Okay, then, um, Emily, uh, can I, should I ask you the, the, the big question? Sure. Um, do you find this hot tamales uh, tea by the uh, Dollar Tea Club uh, to be your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? It's my cup of tea, and honestly, I'm surprised. I did not think it would be when I made it. Wow. Um, two thumbs up from our two different teas. Yeah. Two apples and oranges reviews of our tea. <laughs> when I, when I pictured this tea i kind of i got like i pictured like um what are they they're like little red candies what are those called i think they might be called, like, hot, they're tamales. called hot tamales I think. like i pictured that flavor 
Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. And that's, I would well, say, and that's why I said cinnamon because I was like, those are that's everyone just does cinnamon for hot. <laughs> um, I would say it does not super taste like that. Like I can see where they're getting the name from, but it's not strong in that way. It doesn't taste like big red. There we go. Good. I wouldn't want a tea that tastes like big red. <laughs> a weird green tea that tastes like big red. Yeah. Um. All right. Tea talk done. Tea talk complete. Wow. Um. Yeah, go ahead. Are we checking into the check-in? Are we checking into the check-in? Let's check in. Um. Do Do you have anything you need to check in about? What have been some recent topics of mine? Oh, um, I am chapters away. Um from finishing a book for a book club that I am very much enjoying, although it's deeply sad. Um, it was fun, it's fun to talk about books with people. Yeah. Um, that's all I got for a recent check-in. Matt, do you have anything to check in about? Oh, I, I, got, a, I got some things to check in about. Well, let's check in. My first is a, throw, is a throwback to a very old episode called 2000s Emo Music. Oh, wow. And... Um, so I'm in a group chat with uh, three buddies of mine, and we were um, all big, uh, all big emo fans. I guess still are, and we used to go see concerts together a lot. Um, and hopefully, we'll do that again in the future. <laughs> um, but we were we've recently been talking about uh, famous fa- the a famous early 2000s emo group uh, called Taking Back Sunday. And uh, they are probably the band that I've, they're one of the bands I've seen the most uh, on tour. And I was a huge Taking Back Sunday fan, still like them. Uh, but we recently started a, between the four of us, and this is, I will admit to you right now, the single nerdiest thing I've ever been a part of, probably. <laughs> we, we created a March Madness style bracket with 64, um, you know, teams or whatever lines you know in it and each uh entry in the bracket is a different taking back sunday song (laughs) and the four of us are filling out our brackets to decide what our like individual bests are and then we're gonna like exchange them or something (laughs) i don't really know what the result is there's not like one thing wins or whatever but uh yes my friend did it all in like you know he he created the actual bracket in you know some program (laughs) and now we're busy filling them out and uh it's fun what do you think about that i have so much to think about i do have a few actual logistical questions so your friend who created the bracket did he base it off like this is like their number one that's a number one seed song oh yeah okay so they were seeded i can actually tell you this because i asked him shortly before he started podcasting um it's every all right he says it's every song from their from four of their albums and then five to six songs from the lesser albums all ranked by uh and this is called scrabbles which is the terminology on um last fm the website last fm they, a scrabble is like a listen so he um which was which was i will say my suggestion so basically the seating is based on um how how frequently people have listened to these songs over the years so there is like a one one through sixteen seed in each quadrant of the bracket. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of scientifically put together. Okay, in the first that's place. that's really the main thing I wanted to know about your bracket. I'll be honest. Um, 
mostly because I sometimes I see people doing that and then I like not with Taking Back Sunday but generally with things like TV episodes and TV shows and I'm always like that's I would not place that thing as a 16 seed what are you doing yeah well I think that's yeah I mean this it's nice that music listens is like something that's kind of known you know I mean I guess TV ratings are known but that feels like more wishy-washy but like this is actually somewhat scientifically done <laughs> I'll get back to you. Um, the third thing I will get back to you about is whatever song I pick to be my favorite Taking Back Sunday song. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Name a song of theirs I would know. Make Damn Sure. I don't think I know that song. Um, Here's the thing. I know the band Taking Back Sunday. I just can't name any of their songs. Um, what It Feels Like to Be a Ghost. Um... These are just some popular ones by them. Make, uh, make Damn Sure is probably the most popular. You probably, I bet if you listen I bet to I would like, recognize oh, it. Maybe I'll um, give it a listen tonight. Post episode. Uh, Not right now. Or, there's you. also Liar, It Takes One to Know One. <laughs> These are like their big famous ones. They had like, I mean, their first album, which was like more of an indie release, is like their best, in my opinion, best album and great front to back. But it's not their, certainly not their most like popular. Um. Okay. Um, that's my first check-in. Okay, I what's your say, next check-in? I was gonna, I wanted to make sure you're done with that before I led you into the next one. Matt, what's your next check-in? Uh, well, to, you know, close the loop from last week, I finished Ender's Game. Oh, thank God. Uh, which I said I would do, and I did. <laughs> uh, the book is good. Um, it ends kind of, a, well, mm, I'm not spoil, not to spoil anything. Um, I think you can spoil the book say, that's been out for actual years. Keep going. Yeah, um, it's, uh, well, it has a, I guess it has a twist. I guess that's the point. But uh, the, the twist, I, I had anticipated the possibility of the twist that occurred, though I didn't, like, immediately know that that was, like, you know, I wasn't like, oh, here it is. But, like, chapters earlier, I was like, oh, wouldn't it be interesting if at the end of this you find out this is true? <laughs> and then you kind of do. So um, I wasn't, like... Yeah, completely certain I had it called, but I, I had a prediction about what might happen. <laughs> okay. Um, um, yeah. I think there are other books in, like, it's like a series, but, like, you don't need the other books. That's what I've heard. I've never read them. I have read Ender's Game. Um, yeah, there's, like, the, it's like a trilogy of books, I think. Um, but I would say, I mean, yeah, Ender's Game ends pretty uh, definitively. It does not end with a, a cliffhanger necessarily, although I'm sure the follow-up books pick up on on that and make there be a cliffhanger. But like, I think the the book wraps itself up pretty well. Yeah. Um. I I don't know if I'll read the other books. I mean, I have so many books to read. Oh my god, <laughs> you're just what? Um, I don't know if I ever asked you this. What was your reading goal for Goodreads this year? I didn't set one. You gotta set one. Um. Even if it's okay. one book, set one. Okay. I mean, you've already read one book this year, so do make it more than one, but... I'll tell you what. My Goodreads would tell you I read three books this year. Exactly, so make it more than one. Um, and I'm, I'm going to finish a fourth book any day now. Um, what book are you reading now? Uh, well, I should... All right, so I, I, I read... Uh, in between when I finished Ender's Game and now, I also read the Born Again book by, uh, for uh, the Daredevil series. Uh, it's a graphic novel. Uh... That that's actually the third part of my check-in because we talked about Daredevil, the TV show on here and the Born Again graphic novel is sort of the, um, 
uh, inspiration for season three of Daredevil on Netflix. And as I was reading it, I was like, oh, all these things from the show. <laughs> um, uh, but I am now reading um, an X-Men um, X Men graphic novel called The Dark Phoenix Saga, which is one of the most famous X-Men stories of all time. Is that uh, the one that was made into a movie starring Sophie Turner? It is uh, <laughs> sort of, yeah. The movie... Uh, I, honestly, like with a lot of comic book movies, the the movies are va are, are vastly different from the comics that are in the inspiration, and that is no different. <laughs> the movie okay. is, is quite different from the the comics. Um, okay. Yeah, and then uh, I'm like halfway through that one. So, anyways, uh, yeah, I'll set I'll set a goal for you. That'll be that'll be another thing I'll do. Thank you. That's all I ask. It can be fine. It, honestly, if you made it three. Again, I think it should be more than three because you have already read three. But if you made it three and you were at your goal, I would like it on Goodreads. Well, I'm going to get likes, baby. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm done checking in. We checking out uh, the chicken? We are. <laughs> um, do you want to intro this next part or should I? I can. Okay, go ahead. So, listeners... Matt and I do never, ever discuss the topics. They're a secret to each uh, ourselves and each other. Um, they're not a secret to ourselves. We know, the, we know the topic. Sometimes we don't know the topic before we start the podcast. Sometimes it gets right up until topic time. <laughs> Either way. However, listeners, we need to be honest with you. Matt and I have discussed this topic beforehand. And it's something... I don't know if we've discussed it on air. So we're both kind of we're ruminating about bringing it as a topic. So Matt suggested that we bring it as a topic together. Yeah. Uh, I also felt like we, it had been some, um, I was like, hmm, really kind of dropped the ball in booking a guest for this episode. Uh, I don't want to make us come up with an, another set of topics. Wait, why don't we just talk about this thing we both want to talk about? <laughs> that was sort of my thinking going into it. <laughs> um, so... Our topic, Matt and I conspired to discuss mm -hmm. or bring the topic to the podcast floor. Bring the topic to the podcast floor. Conspiracy theories. Yes. That is the, um, that is the topic. The topic is conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories. Hello. Um, yeah. So we both knew, we both knew this was coming, which is, yeah, we were conspiring. <laughs> um, I think... You know, we both have conspiracy theories we're interested in. I think it's fair to say I am not a conspiracy theorist. I do not believe Matt is, although who's to say? I, I don't know his opinions on all of them. Um, I, do, I think it's fascinating how people can, can believe in these things with, with lots of evidence to disprove them. And what led them to these theories um, and how some of them seem innocuous, but other ones are pretty harmful. Um, yeah. and I think just in general, hearing about beliefs of other people are fascinating. Yeah. So, um, I guess what I'd say, I was, you know, a conspiracy, typically, so I, I would say I'm not a conspiracy theorist, no. Um, though I have theories about conspiracies. <laughs> uh, I guess the thing is that, um, while they might not be, some of the, a lot of the big ones are obviously are not 
either obviously false or probably false or whatever. Um, there are conspiracies that are true. Um, and sometimes I'm sure, I guess those start off as theories and or rumors or whatever, and then potentially become true. I mean, uh, I guess I'd say collusion is a very real conspiracy that happens in sometimes in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, or like, you know, there are cover-ups to things and, um, you know, I think, I guess what makes conspiracy theories so crazy is that normally, um, something like that gets exposed eventually. And that's what makes like conspiracy theories. So like, you know, kind of laughable is because like, don't you think eventually if there were, you know, aliens in area 51 that, you know, some scientists would tell the truth or whatever, like, like, it's like so hard to cover up some of these big crazy things. Um, but uh, certainly I'd say like a, I don't know if maybe conspiracy theory isn't like the right term and maybe you can correct me about this, but like say um, Colin Kaepernick being held out of the NFL, um, a lot of people would call that collusion among the NFL owners. But, um, you know, if you were to describe the idea of him being held out, I mean, that's sort of a conspiracy theory until, you know, it's like proven that they're keeping him out for, you know, conspiratorial reasons. Is that Makes sense. That is interesting because I wouldn't consider that particular thing a conspiracy theory. Although the way you describe it, it is correct. When I think of conspiracy theories, I think of the moon landing is fake. Vaccines Mm. aren't. Vaccines are putting microchips in our body. Um, The earth is flat. Um, And I think there's just like different levels to conspiracies in collusion. Um, Right. Yeah. That is also interesting because there are like, like even in like a workplace, you're like, oh, I know that thing is happening and I, here's my evidence for it, even though you don't actually have evidence for it. Yeah. But it's just like a belief you have. Yeah. I mean, I guess that, yeah. I mean, there's definitely a difference between something that's pretty, I mean, like, you know, no one can kind of, I mean, I guess the thing about Colin Kaepernick is no one can really prove that that's not a conspiracy either. Whereas like. A lot of other things, there is like a lot of provable truth. Like, you know, we know why that we know the earth is not flat, for instance. <laughs> uh, that's like an observable truth that people are denying. So like the crazier, more high profile things that we consider conspiracy theories are sort of there because um, there's so much evidence to the contrary. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I know you took some notes. The my, um, and I really just want to talk about one conspiracy theory because I have thought about it, bringing it as a topic since we started this podcast, but I mm-hmm. was worried about getting facts about this insane theory wrong. But my yes. one of my most interesting conspiracy theories is the flat earth theory. Sure. What, what do you know about the flat earth theory? And don't say that they think the earth is flat. Well, can I start there? <laughs> sure, if you want. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it's, yeah, it's people who don't think the earth is flat and they um i suppose like that there then there are several ways that they try to prove that it is flat mm-hmm. um you know basically that you know first of all it's a belief that there's an edge of the world edge mm-hmm. of the earth um which honestly is actually a thing in ender's game so that's kind of a funny thing um but uh it's in a video game in the game not in real life but um the uh, idea, yeah, it's like we're sitting on a big old frisbee and water just sort of plummets off the end or whatever. Um, um, but people like to say, th- we go ahead. 
Well, sometimes it's not even just that water plummets off the earth. Like there, I've heard people who believe in the flat earth theory believe that at the edge of the earth, like in Antarctica, there is a wall that blocks like the edge of the earth that military, the military of somewhere of the world guards it so people can't get to it. Yeah. Um, so there's like, uh, uh, people who deny wrapped up in this are people who deny that, uh, gravity is like a thing that as we understand it, they think that we are flying through space up yeah, in so, direction to hold us down. <laughs> so the thing about the flat earth theory that I find very interesting is that there's really not a lot of consensus about how the earth works within the theory. Um, my favorite version is that gravity works because we're a frisbee, as you said, going up and the upward motion causes us to stick to the flat earth it's, it's, it's like i'd say that's it's it's interesting because it is taking a concept of science of actual physics yeah <laughs> you know it understands what like it, it requires that you know what like inertia is but not <laughs> centrifugal force <laughs> yeah uh, or whatever um, and i think one thing that uh. fascinates me about this theory and other theories in general is the cherry picking of real facts and the ignoring of other facts to prove your theory mm -hmm. when it's like or without doing that leap of logic you could just say the earth is round and gravity is real and we orbit the sun um and i think there has to be a very specific mind to be so paranoid that literally everyone in the world is lying to you but and you figured it out I think that's what really gets me about the flat earth theories that they believe everyone in the world is lying to them. Yeah. I mean, and they, they're, you know, like that history books are wrong. Cause like, you know, explorers when they found America and did all, all kinds of other things, like they did it through star maps. Like that's how they figured everything out. Like how boats navigated for have, have been navigating for a long time Yeah, is <laughs> because we know, like we see the same stars and they rotate around and um, you know, different, you know, the Southern hemisphere sees different stars than the Northern hemisphere and, um, you know, the North, uh, star Polaris and all that. Like that's how it's a pretty easy way to know the earth is round. That doesn't even require that much. Um, doesn't require that much. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, another part of the flat earth theory is that people don't quite agree on is how the stars work. Some people think it's a projection coming up from the earth out. And then some people think it's like like a globe thing, like like a bubble on top of us. And then yeah. Anyways, it's fascinating. The mechanics <laughs> of it are actually truly fascinating. Um, it's fascinating. What would you? What would? How embarrassed would you be if you found out the Earth was flat? <laughs> um, I guess. Um, I don't know if embarrassed would be the right word. I'd just be like. <laughs> shocked but like if okay if the world really was a the sky was a projection we're hurtling through space and that's how gravity works it's a flat flat if like all of this stuff is real i i, I would just be like okay i i don't i don't even know what to say there's a military guarding antarctica so we don't fall off the edge like <laughs> um yeah i don't know it's a, it's a dumb question I asked you, but... <laughs> I know. Embarrassed, I feel like, isn't the right word I would feel. I would just be like... Mm. 
what is true. Yeah. <laughs> also, everything. my low-key favorite part of the theory, and then we can talk about some others and just other things about it, is that people think pilots are part of this big conspiracy and that when they travel, the like mathematical nature of it, I don't quite understand, but pilots, since the Earth is curved, have to go a certain way, and that's why it takes a long time to get to certain places. But they, they think that the pilots are in on it and they just like park the plane for hours to kill time. Yeah. So people can keep going with this belief that the earth is round. Yeah. So I actually, um, this reminds me, this is something else I wanted to believe it. Uh, I wanted to bring up rather. Um, so you're saying the pilots have to be in on it. And I think that's like, that's the big thing with conspiracy theories is it requires so much buy-in yes. from people. These, these huge conspiracy theories require so many people. And I want to read uh, to the listener a text exchange I had with Emily the other day. <clears throat> I wanted uh, to set the setup. I wanted to, I wanted to let her know I want to talk about conspiracy theories. So I texted Emily <laughs> Uh, well, I w uh, well, I wouldn't want to break our rule about topics, but I was thinking about something we both said we wanted to talk about. So let's say that I have a theory about a topic we could conspire about together. And I upper all uppercase theory and conspire. And I sent her two winking emojis, two winking people, uh, thinking I'm giving the most heavy-handed hint of the topic I want to talk about. And Emily texts me, what's this theory? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I just want to talk about conspiracy, conspiracy theories in general. And Emily says, let's do it. I get the capital letters now. So I read this not just to embarrass Emily, but, <laughs> but actually because it's so, it would be so hard to coordinate a million people with just like out saying, without saying the thing out loud. Um, like it's just impossible to make it, to conspire. Like I tried to conspire with Emily on this. <laughs> And the signals were not read well enough, or I wasn't giving them well enough, or one way. It's like, that's just why they most of them can't be true, is because it would require so much buy-in. <laughs> yeah. Like, not every single pilot in the world is lying, and they're not capable of it. Like, yeah. someone's going to tell someone. Yeah, um, a lot of them are. <laughs> yeah. And not, yeah, not just, like, one person who, like, you know, everyone's, every theory has, like, some expert, but, like, you know. <laughs> uh... We need like a consensus. Go with the consensus, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's like climate change deniers and that's like a thing that's like pretty real too. And there are a lot of people who deny it, but uh, the overall overwhelming consensus is that there is climate change and it's uh, being accelerated by man. <laughs> um, so let's go back to this idea of conspiracy theories. Um, I guess the one thing that, um, to go back backtrack a little bit, the one thing that flat fascinates me about Flat Earth is that it seems to be like one of the final conspiracy theories people get to after wading through all these other conspiracy theories. And like people got to be deep. And like when you hear people talk about it, like there's so much distrust of the world and like everyone that is just like a mindset I don't quite have. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, I've, so I guess like my question about embarrassment from earlier, I'm going to come back to it because it's, it's not so bad of a segue into this that like, sometimes you just like, you know, you, maybe you go down a path and you start believing a thing and then 
to turn around on that path would be embarrassing. So, uh, you know, sometimes that can be an opinion that isn't so important, but sometimes maybe it's like you start going down a flat earth or a JFK assassination or something like believing one of these. And then like, it's sort of too late for you. So you just double down and go further into the hole or whatever. Um, which I'll, I guess I'll segue into maybe my, um, conspiracy theory that I, I, I sort of wanted to talk about, which was, uh, which is the QAnon conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. And, um, Emily and I, I know both ha- happen to have listened to the episode of the daily, uh, the podcast by the New York times, um, that talks about people in the QAnon world post, um, Joe Biden's inauguration and how that was like a big breaking point for a lot of them. And now I'm not surprised that a lot of people did turn back because that was sort of like the, one of the big dates. Um, it was sort of like when a, you know, a, a Christian religion, like a fringe Christian religion will say like, um, you know, uh, December 8th, 2015 is the year of the, is the day of the apocalypse. And then it doesn't happen. And then like, you got to imagine there are some people who are like, okay, well this church is bogus because they yeah. promised on this date, you know, we, we would be saved, but we weren't. Um, and in the same way, like those, those, some of those religions will then say like, Oh, we read the date wrong. We actually meant 2023 or whatever. Um, and some people will stick around and QAnon seems to be that way where there was a lot of people who abandoned it after it was proven that the, the inauguration went as planned. Um, but on the set episode of this, this podcast, I mean, there was this one woman who seemed to be doubling down on her belief and saying like, well, we, we still don't know what's happened yet. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, uh, you know, she had started losing, you know, friends and family and whatnot. And, and I guess at that point, it's just like too much for some people to to change course on them being completely wrong. Yeah, you're like clinging to this thing that keeps you afloat. Um, yeah. Like, um, like uh, I watched this one documentary about flat earth and they did this experiment that was supposed to prove that the earth was flat, but their results weren't what they expected, the results showed the earth was round. Yeah. And they like, you saw the look on their faces when it first came up. They were like, oh, oh, oh. And then the, like, that was like the final scene of the movie. And then it like, <laughs> there was like, how in like 90s movies, they would be like, and these people, da 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 da. They like had that similar thing. Like, like I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was like a few weeks later, yeah. this guy realized this thing that made it so actually the earth can still be flat. Mm-hmm. And it was just yeah. like, he, he had dug his hole too big. He couldn't get out. Much like you're yeah, saying you're, with these skewing on people, they're, they're too far in. They can't get out. Yeah. You move the goalposts. Yeah. Um, yeah, and um, I'm talking a lot about football today. Um, <laughs> did you watch the Super Bowl? I didn't, actually. <laughs> nor did I. Wow. Congrats to both of us. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's tricky. I, I, I mean, that's, I, and I guess that embarrassment question to you, how I asked that, is like, it kind of fits into that. Like, you wouldn't know how to feel necessarily. I'd like to think I'd be okay with finding out something I believe my whole life I was wrong about. Um, although I get, it depends on how passionate I was about that thing I'm wrong about because I, I have been wrong about things and I don't insist that I was right, but, 
um, I can imagine if it was something I based like, you know, if I started shedding friends and family for some reason, I probably wouldn't uh, back out. <laughs> if you were like, uh, as easily. The Simpsons is the only good show and you start losing your friends, you'd have to keep clinging. Yeah, I guess, except The Simpsons is the only good show and there's a huge enough community out there. <laughs> Here's the thing, it's not the only good show. Um, New Girl exists. No, I wouldn't have called, I don't call it, I would never call it the only good show, but it is the best TV show. <laughs> okay. Got to lose me um, as a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, You're digging that hole. I'm digging it. I'm not turning around. I'm not going to be embarrassed by this. <laughs> okay, keep going, keep going. <clears throat> um... So, uh, okay, QAnon, um, uh, I have a list, I have a list of, um, I have a list of theories that I just, like, kind of started accumulating. Um, maybe, I had this thought, and maybe this is a dumb thought, we can, we can stop doing it as soon as it becomes not worth it, um, but I want, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw you out a conspiracy theory, and I want you to put it on a scale of one to ten. Ten? being you think it's true the conspiracy theory is true one being it absolutely is not true and you know so like a four isn't a complete denial of its truth <laughs> but you're pretty skeptical okay i do want to say that i do think so we've talked about QAnon and flat earth those are like really extreme theories that mm -hmm. like you have to be deep in it I think there are theories that people believe just like passively, like. Sure, I've got a couple of these on my list. I just wanted to say that before we get to it. The one I think yeah. of most readily is JFK. Yeah, okay, so we'll start. JFK, um, on a scale of one to 10, um, uh, I guess 10 is that Lee Harvey Oswald didn't kill him. Um, or wasn't the sole shooter? That was a hard one to say exactly what the truth is there. Um, they're, they're covering up something. Yes. Let's say, okay, yes. The official government story about JFK is a cover-up to the true story. Scale of 1 to 10. And 10 is the cover-up. 10 is it is absolutely a cover-up. Um, they, you know, framed the guy that did it. Um, JFK, you know, possibly that JFK is alive. So, you know, I don't know, whatever yeah. the extreme okay. is. Um, so I actually listened to a podcast about this. That was, I was like, oh, that's actually very interesting that he was shot by Lee Harvey Oswald. Pretty much dead mm -hmm. right away. But in reaction to that, the social, the secret service guy shot his assault weapon and blew off jfk's head mm -hmm. and that's why there's different shots and that one i was like yeah. oh that is interesting and i can see why they would want to cover that up to not ruin this guy's life yes um so so i would give it a a five <laughs> a five okay wow i don't know if that, gotta... i don't know i don't quite understand the scale <laughs> um no five i i don't know five is not the worst i yeah no that's fine i think that's fine Everyone should know that this is not a scientific ex experiment we're doing. Um, just giving uh, some framing so that we can, you know, shoot through a few conspiracy theories. Yeah. Um, what What's yeah. your opinion? Um, I mean, I guess that there. I guess I agree that there's like there is something sort of being covered up. I've heard the same Secret Service thing that you've said. Um, 
I suppose I'd say it's closer to the like little white lie part. So it'd be like a two or a three for me where like it's, you know, so, it, you know, the official story is so close to the truth and that the conspiracy conspiracy theory probably takes it way too far. Yes. Because <laughs> uh, the conspiracy theory is that the CIA put a hit on him. Yes. And it's because he they didn't like how he was dealing with like communism and stuff. The um, Bay of Pigs. Yes, I would agree that all of that stuff is bogus. I do think if it's a Secret Service guy, it's like, like a gut punch. Like it's like so upsetting. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um. Next one. Next we, one. We we faked the moon landing. Zero. Zero. Zero credibility. Yeah. Don't believe it. Um, and I have listened to podcasts about it. I'm like, no, just don't, don't buy it. And you know that you know who you know the theory of who did it. Um, God, what's his name? Stanley Kubrick. Yes. Yeah. And you so uh, another check in from a previous topic oh, in The Shining. Stanley Kubrick, there's or well, he never said that he did this on purpose, but there's a couple of nods to this conspiracy theory in The Shining. Um, one is that Danny, the little boy, is wearing a NASA uh, sweater at one point in the movie and um people have said it's probably a a uh throwaway sort of joke about how he's the supposed director of, of that yeah. film the thing is is if he had directed it he wouldn't be doing that in this movie you know yeah yeah, yeah. well some people think i mean <laughs> the shining is uh by the way there's a movie called uh, room 237 which is like all about theories about the shining and some of the theories about that are bordering on conspiracy theory where there are people who think he put that in there to say as like a, as like a um, cry for help to be like, uh, I want you to figure out the code. I did it. Like, this is me telling you I did it like by putting in the movie. <laughs> um, what yeah. is your, what's your opinion? Uh, yeah, I guess I'd also say, I'd say, well, the scale is one to 10, not zero to 10. So I guess I'm going to go with the one. I, yeah. st I stand by my zero. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, I don't know. Because again, really... go ahead. there were like all these like, like the movies that are about like the woman scientists who like got us to the moon. Did, were they in on it? If so, why? Like they didn't figures? gain anything from it. What was that? Are you talking about hidden figures? Yeah. Like, I, was just, I saw that movie. It was good. I didn't see it. I don't see movies. Anyways, um, what was there to gain <laughs> from the small people? Like, yes, I understand what the United States gained from going to the moon first, but. Um, yeah, well, I think that's where, like, yeah, that's where it, it, yeah. I mean, there's also theories that is, you know, that um, they died getting get going up there, that they were left there, some other stuff like that. Um, but, yeah. Um <clears throat> Okay, um, the government is hiding and dissecting or whatever aliens in Area 51. Or they have done it, either way. Like they did it in the past? Okay. Um, I'll give like it It has say. happened or is happening. I don't know. I don't know. Was that? Uh, I, honestly, I would say one, but I guess I'll go with two. Two. Okay. I mean, I mean that one's not the completely impossible. I mean, the government, as far as secrets go... That's like the one I could accept. Like that they were hiding, that they were dissecting aliens. Um, yeah, that's that's not totally un unbelievable. I'm still on like the, uh, 
I mean, I'm not sure that there's intelligent life, so I guess I'd still be on like the one or two scale on that. It's it's possible, but um, yeah. Emily, you're raising your hand. Did you get a haircut? Uh, <laughs> um, not super recently. Uh, you look shorter. Ago. I don't know. Okay, maybe. Okay. Oh, my hair's really matted down because I wore a hat today. Okay, maybe that's what it is. Um, okay. It's it's a little it's a little pressed. I went for a walk wearing my my winter cap. <laughs> Okay, we can move on. I'll the conspiracy theory that Matt got a haircut is a zero. <laughs> <laughs> People on the internet are talking about how I got a haircut. Um, um, okay, uh, on the scale of 1 to 10 that um, QAnon is right and that Democrats are um, hiding a secret pedophile cabal through a pizza store in Virginia... It doesn't have a basement. It doesn't have a basement. Can I give it negative numbers? <laughs> negative um, a thousand. Sure. Negative that's a thousand. Uh, yeah. Um, QAnon. The fact. It, it's. Got, I mean, it'd be funny what I just said if it weren't a thing that people believe, um, and that somebody didn't get like shot. Um, yeah. Q, QAnon is uh, bananas. Um, and it was just, huh. it's literally a troll on the internet. This guy Q was a troll. He trolled everybody. <laughs> um, people, some people think it's like the owner or operator of 4chan, 8chan. Yeah, I think it's the guy who started 8 That it was like a different person know. at first, but now he like furthers it. Yeah, and well, he's the guy... Um, was it, on the, was it on the episode of The Daily or something else where he was like, uh, I think it was, where he basically was like, well, that was fun. Guess it's over. <laughs> I, hope you, um, I hope you made some friends. <laughs> um, I have one thing to ask about QAnon, similar to what you've been doing. But I think the thing I've heard about QAnon from like experts about why it's taken hold is because people, we want to see patterns in things and we tend to see them that aren't, and these patterns aren't actually there. And so these mm -hmm. people are trying to like, it's like a puzzle for them. And they're like, I cracked it. I'm the only person who's figured out this puzzle. And yeah. it's like, no, there's no, there's um, no, this isn't a puzzle. Um, my yeah, QAnon, a of, yeah. is Joe Biden actually Donald Trump wearing Joe Biden's face? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, man, they're such similar sizes. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. Um. Yeah, it's it's funny how some of this is like so sci-fi too. Like, um, like it's like a, a face-off the movie where they like switch John Travolta and uh, Nicolas Cage swap faces. Like, no, it isn't that. <laughs> this isn't that at yeah. all. Um. Okay. Um. And also, Nicolas Cage, uh, National Treasure, is just a series of um, conspiracy theories. That's what that movie is. Are those what those movies are sort of about? Let's 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 go into it. Is there a map on the back of the Declaration of De the Independence? Uh, no. That's not a zero through ten. I just said no. Um, <laughs> that is not on the scale. Uh, um, well, you know what else is from those movies? Um, is whether there is a secret uh, base hidden behind Mount Rushmore, <laughs> uh, full of full of government secrets. Uh, I don't think I've seen other any other than the first one, so I don't know that part. Um, 
I've not seen even... any of them, but I know it's a theory. No. It's a thing that's a general theory, and it's also supposedly... I have not seen any of those movies, but I think um, it's in one of them. I don't know if you have other conspiracy theories to go through for this, but I actually just thought of one. So the Dan Brown books, like Da Vinci Code and stuff, where the Illuminati is real, and the Freemasons are... I mean, the Freemasons are real. Like, that is a real thing. But, like, they, like, do more than what they say. That is also a conspiracy theory. Yes, it is. Um, I Well, yeah, I guess the interesting thing is... Um, it depends on how far you take it. Like, I say that they are responsible for some things, but sort of in the way where I'm like, yeah, because, like, that's what... Like, we know... There are clubs at, and stuff that are like of political nature that people, you know, move things forward. I mean, um, anything where it's like people, any club that has any sort of like secrecy to it uh, has some power. I mean, that's why I guess I'd put that at like, a, you know, at a four or something mm -hmm. like that. And, you know, the or maybe even a five. I mean, the idea that it's like, oh, a bunch of presidents were Freemasons and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, that's completely logical because politics is all about you know lying handshake agreements winking at each other like you know politics as a general thing is, is pretty pretty crooked business <laughs> um it's kind of like the baseball owners or the the football owners thing i was talking about earlier like uh or actually baseball owners too with uh with barry bonds that was like a big uh, collusion thing in the early 2000s when when barry bonds who was still doing pretty well but everyone you know it's pretty sure he's doing steroids. Um, no, nobody was signing him. And, um, you know, that, that I'd say football and baseball owners are sort of a small scale version of like the Freemasons. <laughs> and I'm sure many of them are Freemasons. Yes. Do you, um, do you have other conspiracy theories to go through? Oh, I sure do. Let's, let's um, do some more. Um, how about, um, how about that? Uh, the uh, chemtrail theory that planes, the, the air they are leaving behind them is dropping uh, mind control or something, gas, onto humanity. Okay, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Zero. Zero. It's just, but it's like, I think, I, I just don't have a brain to believe these things. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Like, I can't even get on board with the idea, except for maybe the JFK one. But I think that's like, there's like a human element to that that makes it like upsetting. Can I drop you, can I drop you a six on chemtrails and explain myself? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I bet it's, I, I bet there is a sliver of truth to the history of, of the military trying to do this kind of thing um, in like warfare or things. I mean, there is, Evident, you know, they had dropped, you know, not that this is mind control or even disguises chemtrails, but like they dropped napalm during the Vietnam War out of airplanes. Um, and I have no doubt that they've done things. They'd love to be able to do that. Like some of that, some of these things are like maybe the military's tried or or thought about it. And so, like, I do not believe that jetliners are regularly <laughs> dumping chemicals on us. And I know the science of chemtrails. But I think maybe the nugget of truth there is, like, you could see that it maybe had been attempted at some point. So I don't think that's a six, though. If the JFK thing, you gave it a two or a three because it's a white lie. That's true. You've mm -hmm. adequately called me out on the discrepancies of my rating. Um, um, I honestly just made up six. Um, but, like, I don't think it's completely a zero. 
No. Um, yeah. Again, to be clear, I don't think we're regularly being having our minds controlled by airplanes, but that it wasn't at some point attempted, even if it was like, you know, 70 years ago and in just some random other country, probably not America. Um, it might be possible. Okay. Um, <clears throat> also, if it was happening, we wouldn't be yeah. having... Mm-hmm. The, like, we wouldn't have the free will to disagree about it. It wouldn't even be an idea. If these mind control powers worked, we wouldn't know to have... You know what I mean? doesn't make any sense. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I mean, it depends on how strong they are. I mean, if they all they do is... Um, you know, convince us to watch more TV. Maybe it is working. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, I guess chemically speaking, like, um, you know, sugar, you know, there's like addictive things that like, so sugar makes you want more sugar or, um, you know, certain drugs want you more of that drug. It's like maybe the, you know, I'm not, again, I don't believe there are chemtrails, but like <laughs> hypothetically, it could just want you to do a singular thing, you know, and maybe we are doing that singular thing. Okay. Um, <clears throat> The theory that Kurt Cobain did not kill himself. Can you tell me what... Did someone kill him or is he still alive? Kurt Cobain is dead. Okay. Um, but that he was murdered by his wife, uh, Courtney Love. Um, the singer from the band Hole. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, out of jealousy or something. I honestly don't know much about this theory or Kurt Cobain's death. I... I do wonder if it's thought that way because she she was a woman, and um, like it was reversed if Kurt Cobain would have been accused of murdering her, or if she would just would have died from overdose. Um, I don't have an opinion. I honestly don't. I have, I I would say two, sure. Two, sure. Uh, there's a documentary on HBO about this. Um, I don't actually think I've watched it though. Um, <laughs> I I um. I hear you about the sexism. I think it's maybe because it was salacious enough. It was a story. I, I mean, she's famous too. So I, I feel like either way, um, either way, either of them dying in cons- in a conspicuous manner might be enough for the paparazzi to care. Um, as I understand it, there are some crime scene uh, pieces of the crime scene that don't totally compute, um, which led people to think that she sort of set him up to. Because he, he died by um, a, a shotgun shot. Um, oh. he, he, uh, gunshot wound uh, is why he died. And so a self-inflicted gunshot wound. There we go. Um, but yeah, it's it's thought like, oh, was he, were her, his, are his arms actually long enough for him to have done this? Like things like that, like are the reasons people say it might not have been um, him, him doing it. Um, well, what's your opinion? Yeah, um, yeah, I'm like a two. I don't know. I'm pretty sure she didn't do it, but like, you know, if we found if she can, if she, uh, um, you know, admitted to it, would I be like a hundred percent turnaround surprised? No, I wouldn't be that surprised. <laughs> uh, I certainly would be surprised, but not as surprised as I could be. Um, um. What about like uh, what about UFO? Uh, we talked about aliens a little bit, but that we there have been UFO sightings that have been um, just covered up. People have seen UFOs. Um, I guess I don't tend to think of aliens that much as like an a thing that's like I think there could be life 
outside of our universe, but I also think it's so rare that we happened through all these like small things of evolution and then we got these brains that can think about aliens and outside space. Um, and that took billions of years and I, I would assume, you know, I bet there's like, like, there could be other life forms. There could not be, I like believe both of those equally. Um, but no, I don't really believe people see UFOs. Okay, I guess the conspiracy guess theory would be that the government, the government is making is 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 the government. It, people are saying that they've seen them, and the government is hiding them or telling them to shut up or doing away with people that that know whatever. I don't oh. know. It's hard. It's a hard. To so wait, is there, I mean, there's is like there... the Ros, Roswell like UFO sighting that was like the big one. Um, I guess a two. I don't think. Yeah, I guess I don't know two. I guess the cover up, maybe the cover up is to say, or the conspiracy theory is when they say like, oh, it's a weather balloon you saw. Or like when people, there are reported events that like people did see things and then, you know, the government comes in to say, this is what you saw, you know? <laughs> um, What's your number? Yeah, I'm still, I'm in the, I'm in the lows, like twos, like, I, I, I think it's possible. Although I agree, I honestly 100% agree with your, thought i've had the same thought that like there's no way there's intelligent life that's just like the same as us or like just like <laughs> wanted to come pe peak a visit they're either like way below us intelligently or way above us like in a way that like they're not just like flying around and like yeah. getting seen all willy-nilly <laughs> yeah or they're just like us really far away and can barely get off their planet like we can't travel yeah. solar systems away like why do we think I don't know. Yeah. It's like a, it's humanity exceptionalism. <laughs> yeah. That people would want to come here or whatever. Um, okay. I know there are some more, I have some more written here, but we don't really have to go through anymore. Do quick, just do quick and just say, just name them and we'll just, we're not, we won't even talk about them. Um, I mostly just want to hear okay. the list. Well, I, okay. Oh, um, Matt's gone. These are my less, these are my less, these are my less impressive ones, I guess. So, <laughs> Um, uh, that, uh, vaccines, um, vaccines are a government, uh, negative a thousand boy to put, uh, microchips inside of you. Um, and, uh, well, I, I guess, I guess for the sake of completeness, um, do you believe that the, uh, NFL owners can, uh, colluded to keep Colin Kaepernick out of, uh, the NFL? Yes. On a scale of one to 10. Uh, I I think seven. I don't know if all of them. I don't know what the conversations were exactly like. I think some of them. It could have just been. I don't want to deal with that. I don't. I don't agree with him. I'm not letting him on my team. And I bet there was also some talking about it between some owners, but uh, seven. Um. <clears throat> um. I'll, I'll, I'll group this one all together. That there is ever a school shooting <clears throat> that involved uh, crisis actors. Okay, this is, I think you, crisis actors are the conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah. That Negative a thousand. Fate, you know. Yeah. Um, let's say the Holocaust didn't happen. Negative a thousand, it happened. 
These are these are some good ones to get out of the way to say like we absolutely do not believe these. Um, uh, climate change isn't real. Or no, let's back up. Um, uh, humanity has has not contributed to um, climate change in a in a meaningful way. So that is the conspiracy theory. So yeah. I would say zero. Again, my scale yeah. is zero one, to ten. That, that one I that that one I can almost do like a one possibly, but probably not. Yeah, I could get a little bit on I the mean, scale. I'm not high hmm? on the scale. I could get a, onto the yeah. one. I could step foot onto the scale, but I'm not putting my weight on into it. Right, 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 right. Um Similar to uh, a couple other things we've talked about, but that um, fluoride in our water is for mind control. No. No? No. Um, people believe that one pretty hard. I don't. I just don't. I can't get there. Um, My brain doesn't work that way. Okay. Um... I think I think I think that's good. I and I can keep going. I I, I mean, there's, there's like um, there's like a lot with AIDS, but they're very differently. That it was a government, that the government made it slash it was hidden for various reasons. Um, yeah. Um. And I think it there's too many of them to like just give it a blanket comment. Um. Sure. Yeah. Um, I think it was. I think there's probably some truth to some of the conspiracies and no truth to some of the conspiracy theories. But sure. I mean, there's like. Uh, um, I guess I guess to be somewhat politically friendly to people who who may <laughs> think we disagree. I mean, some of these are apolitical, but. Um, I suppose that that as we have learned, uh, there. Um, there wasn't a real, there wasn't a, there was, the conspiracy theory, I suppose, is that Donald Trump himself um, conspired with the uh, Russians to rig the 2016 election. Uh, and while there are like parts of that that end up being kind of true, like as, as, as stated, what didn't really happen, like Donald Trump didn't call up Moscow <laughs> yeah. himself. Um, um. That one's probably like, still like a five for me and like well if people he knew called them <laughs> you know and it's like did, did he happy, direct happy them impeachment to do it anniversary. happy yeah. uh, happy impeachment anniversary yeah um, um um yeah and then there's like people who deny 9-11 happening or 9-11 was an inside job that kind of thing um i actually read an interesting one today that i'd never heard of before which is that the volcano under yellowstone we know that the, that the, that the government knows when it's going to erupt and they aren't telling anybody because it's any day now <laughs> um as and a person theory is, that is to just be like any day now um so when i was younger i don't know if i've ever told you the story explicitly when i was younger i watched this i'm gonna say like a history channel show about yellowstone and how they were like it's overdue to erupt and if it erupted, life as we know it is over. Ash is going to cover everywhere, including Ohio. There will be no food. There will be no sun. Everyone will die. 
Um, they had that in the documentary, including Ohio. <laughs> no, like there was a map and I like very, I very specifically looked where the ash cloud was going to go and Ohio was covered. They did not name Ohio specifically. My Ohio mind, mind mm-hmm. looked for it. Anyways. Do I believe yeah. Yellowstone is going to explode any day? Yes, absolutely. It's a fear I have every single day. And that is not, that is not a, a lie. I'm deeply afraid of volcanoes, specifically Yellowstone. Um, do I think the government is covering it up? No. Because they would have no power if America is destroyed. <laughs> um, I guess. I'm looking at this uh, ash thickness cloud. It looks like New York. Not so bad. <laughs> it's further east. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, New York is sort of in the clear. It, it sort of peters out um, midway through Pennsylvania and covers all of West Virginia and just like the tip of New York State um, with like the worst of it. But uh, wow, that would really, really screw up the parts, those states right around Yellowstone, huh? <laughs> Anyways, I'm, I'm, cool map. Everyone it, check out the map. <laughs> I'm like, kidding when i say i'm like deeply afraid of yellowstone and i've gone there um yeah a couple times um um okay so <laughs> i did i didn't know that there was a like i knew that i guess i've heard of the uh the um seismic activity but i was not aware that there was a theory that the government knows when it's going to blow up because that isn't that the whole thing the government has no idea when most natural disasters are going to happen. Oh, yeah. That's the part I don't... That is the conspiracy theory, and I don't believe that. I just did also need to say I'm deeply afraid of Yellowstone. Okay. Um, do you have anything else you need to get out? We are uh, wrapping things up now. Um, check your sources. Don't go down YouTube algorithm holes. Um, I listened to this podcast, and I wish I could remember the name of it. That was all about like how the internet radicalizes people. Um, and they interviewed people, two people who were former QAnon believers, um, and like, they described how they fell into it, where they watched a video that was like, kind of innocent. And then it watches other video that was this guy who, that particular video was fine, but then it recommended others of his videos. And then all of a sudden this person was like, QAnon, gotta follow him. He's correct um just check your sources yeah um be careful of um going into echo chambers um try to get multiple perspectives and also believe science science is your friend um and i think the thing that this can be true for both sides of the political spectrum you got to check your sources and make sure you, you know what you're saying Oh yeah, I yeah. QAnon is is a a big one, and it tends to be very far right. But I think that I mean, there's a big uh, big anti-vax thing. That's that's takes that's people on both sides and for different reasons. Um, And people people on the left tend to be more likely to believe certain things, like um, you know the uh, um, fluoride in the water problems, and like the sort of some of the some of the distrust things can 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 happen on the left as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Always, always check your sources. Be a, don't be afraid of being wrong. You know, people. If you, you get proven wrong, it's okay. <laughs> we'll forgive you. Also, do remember the Earth is round. That's and just do remember the Earth is round. That one's an easy one. Check that one off the list. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
and uh yeah just have wacky theories about stuff that doesn't matter <laughs> um okay we good yeah uh all right topic done topic complete uh oh if we missed any go ahead and email us by the way if you want uh, i'd love to know about tbd podcast um if we missed a, a conspiracy theory and you have like a podcast you want us to listen to about it recommend it to me i sometimes will go on a conspiracy theory podcast dive but not like once about like people who believe it i like I like the breaking down of it, hmm. like analysis. There you go. Um, TBD podcast at gmail.com is our email. Uh, Emily, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, I don't think so. Cool. Uh, uh, for me, as always, check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Matthew Alramondo. Um, and, uh, <laughs> Other than, otherwise, uh, make sure that you are subscribed to our podcast, however you subscribe to podcasts, and check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at TBD Podcast, all spelled out. I've been Matt Armando. I've been Emily Riggins. And this has been TBD with Matt